the first episode of Unaffected, a podcast that offers a curated look at some obscure, forgotten, and neglected singers of the mid-20th century. I'm your host, Ethan Stoller. I'm so happy you joined us. Uh, I'll get to some music shortly, but first I think it's important to define some terms here. Uh, firstly, obscure. Uh, by that, I don't mean I'll be plumbing the depths of the deepest... <laughs> record collectors' collections, necessarily. Uh, There will be some extremely rare records along the way, and I look forward to sharing those with you. But uh, for the purposes of this podcast, uh, the threshold for obscurity is going to be pretty low. Uh, I think any singer who's not a household name qualifies. And there's some great singers, and I think you're going to love them, and they deserve a wider audience. So I'm happy to share those. The other two terms I'm using are forgotten and neglected. Uh, By forgotten, I'm referring to singers who may have enjoyed some degree of popularity in their careers, but have since fallen out of public awareness. Uh, Those can be really interesting stories, and a lot of times they're really great singers. And our last category is neglected, which in this case I'm specifically referring to singers who spent their careers outside the United States or not singing in English. Uh, I have a lot of great records like that, and I'm really looking forward to sharing those with you. In every case, the goal is to find singers who are unaffected, which brings us to our last and maybe most important term uh, for this podcast. And by unaffected, I don't mean the absence of emotion in singing. I mean the absence of inauthentic emotion. And I think there's no better way to demonstrate what I'm talking about than to play an example with our featured artist for today, Laverne Smith. Uh, Without further ado, here she is doing One Scotch, One Bourbon, One Beer. One Scotch, One Bourbon, One Beer One Scotch, One Bourbon, and a Beer Please, Mr. Bartender, listen here I never trouble, have no fear One Scotch, One Bourbon, One Beer I don't want soda or bubble gum You got what I want, come in and serve me some Since my baby's gone, I've been lost I'm on this kick and I can't get off One scotch, a bourbon, and a beer One scotch, one bourbon, one beer Please, Mr. Bartender, listen here I ain't here for trouble, have no fear I want a scotch, one bourbon, and any kind of beer That's Laverne Smith from her 1955 10-inch LP called Angel in the Absinthe House on Cook Records. I think you can hear what I mean. Uh, that performance is something else. The way shes you feel like she's telling you a story. And it feels authentic. Uh, and funnily enough, I have a counterexample. I promise I won't play too much of it. <laughs> uh, this song, One Scotch, One Bourbon, One Beer, has been covered many times over the years. It was written by Rudy Toombs, um, and I discovered a recent recording from the soundtrack of Glee, and I think as you listen to this performance, you'll hear that the affect coming from the performer 
is overwhelming and distracts from the feeling of the song. And like I said, I won't play too much of this, but check it out. I come home on Friday, had to tell the landlady I done lost my job. Mm-mm. She said that don't come for me, long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday come I didn't get the rent, and at the door I went. One bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. So <laughs> that's pretty stark difference in performance. Uh, and I don't mean to rip on Glee. And I don't know the context of that, how they used it in the episode or anything. It's just those performances, one is affected and one is unaffected. And I think it's cool that, you know, this performance Laverne Smith gave 64 years ago is as or more relatable to us as an audience than something that was recorded <laughs> six or seven years ago. And, uh, I mean, just listen to the way she finishes this song. Please, Mr. Bartender, listen here. I ain't here for trouble, have no fear. I want a scotch, one bourbon, one beer. Scotch, bourbon. Jim, oh, anything. I love that chord she plays at the end. She's the pianist on this and all of her recordings. That cool, it's like a G minor 6 slash 9 chord. It's like... That exasperation slash <laughs> drunkenness. It's very cool. And as accomplished a singer and pianist as she was, Laverne Smith was not trained as a musician. The story goes that she she went to college for art and design, and she was commissioned to paint the mural at a club that was opening in New Orleans. And she she painted the mural, it was very successful, and they had a big party at the club to celebrate, and there was a piano there, and someone knew that she played recreationally and said hey give us a song and she went to the piano and played a song and sang and it was a huge hit and kind of found a new career that moment and she made a reputation for herself playing in clubs in new orleans uh through the 50s and as you can tell from the title of the lp angel in the absinthe house she was a fixture at the old absinthe house which is still operating on Bourbon Street. And it's remarkable because when she was performing there in the 50s, it was still a mostly segregated club. And she succeeded despite what must have been, at best, an uncomfortable situation and, at worst, a hostile situation. So she was a remarkable performer and a remarkable person. She recorded three albums in a very short span, two in 1955 and then a third record in 1956. I want to play a song from her second record, which is called The New Orleans Nightingale. Uh, really quick digression here, though, uh, before I play the song. There's this amazing uh, music lecturer named Robert Greenberg. If you haven't heard his lectures, run out and find them. He does a lot for the great courses, mostly on the history of Western music, classical music. Um, 
and I love him. And he tells great stories and he's really opinionated. And I agree with his opinions like 99.8% of the time. <laughs> but he once expressed his, his dislike for one of my favorite words in the English language, which is melisma. Uh, and I especially like its plural, melismata. It's like, to me, a beautiful word. And what a melisma is, is when you sing one syllable of a word using several notes. So check out, listen for how she uses these beautiful descending melisma, melismata, throughout this song and how gorgeous they are. This is kind of a trademark of, of Laverne Smith's singing, uh, is these melismata. And it's one of the things I love about her. This song is called Somehow, from 1955. Enjoy. Fate seems to drift us far apart To make me realize How much does, how much your love means to me I never dreamed that all the while it was someone else, but I was wrong. It's so plain to see. Someday I know I'll find you again to love you, caress you the way I should have been. Till then, I'll keep on waiting. I'll always be blue Cause I can't forget you somehow Lord, someday I know I'll find you again To love you, caress you the way I should have been Till then I'll keep on waiting I'll always be blue For I can't forget you Somehow Wow, I love that. That last melisma is really cool and kind of hard to pull off, especially for an untrained singer. You're kind of ending in an F. But she the, she brings the melody down to a, the major seventh, which is a dissonant note. So she goes... That's like dissonant and cool and hard to do. <laughs> I'm sure she got it on the first take. Uh, I love I love Laverne Smith. Somehow. And unlike a lot of subjects for this podcast who we'll be learning about, uh, who we may have one or two still photographs of, there is some film footage of Laverne Smith. She appeared in a movie called New Orleans After Dark. It's this gritty kind of low-budget, black-and-white film noir from 1958. And I think it's the beginning of the film. I can't really tell from what I have, but she's sitting at a piano performing. She's lovely. 
and she's performing a song called Ace in the Hole. It's not the Cole Porter song. It's a different song. And she's customizing the lyrics to include New Orleans locales. So it'll be kind of almost a narration for this offensively misogynistically violent (laughs) movie you're about to watch. It's kind of, so we get to see her for a few precious bars and then the footage kind of morphs to like a trailer for what you're about to watch. Anyway, she's great. And if you can find it, I recommend it. Here's a little bit of what it sounds like. This town is full of guys who think they're mighty wise just because they know one thing or two. You'll see them every day walking up and down Bourbon Street way telling of the wonders they can do. Some are con men and boosters, hard sharps and crap shooters. They congregate around the metropole. They wear fancy ties and collars, but where they get their dollars, they've all got a knees down in the hole. Some of them write to the old folks who boys. Uh, a little later in the movie, she performs another number, and the, there are two detectives who then question her to see if she knows the whereabouts of a person of interest. And uh, her acting chops, not quite up to her singing. Uh, check it out. <laughs> well, that's the story, Laverne. We've got to find Papa first. If I knew where he was hiding, I would tell you. I just love that old man. You know of anybody else that might give us a lead to him? I wish I did. All right. Thanks a lot. Now, as a member of the Motion Picture Editors Guild, it's uh, uncomfortable to criticize the work of another editor. But uh, this film, not the tightest... (laughs) Not the tightest edit I've ever seen. Uh, but check it out. It's fun, and it's it's cool to see this slice of New Orleans life from 1958. And the room where that scene takes place, I believe, is the same room that uh, the, the picture for the album cover for her second album, The New Orleans Nightingale, was taken. Uh, it's a really cool album cover. It's a black-and-white photo She's at the piano singing, and there are two listeners intently watching and listening to her. And one of those people listening is Carol Brent, who is turned out to be uh, an obscure singer in her own right. And she recorded her one and only album, released in 1961, uh, about six years after this photo was taken. And there is a song on there about life in New Orleans. It's Basin Street Blues, which actually also appears on the Laverne Smith record. So Carol Brent does her take on it. Uh, Not quite as uh, in my wheelhouse as far as taste uh, as Laverne Smith, but check it out. She's, She's got a really nice low register, and she's 
Definitely a pro. Let's have a listen. Now won't y'all come along with me Down that Mississippi We'll take a boat to the land of dreams Steam down that river down to New Orleans The band's there to meet us Oh, 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 friends to greet us Now that's where the folks they always meet Heaven on earth They call it Bourbon Street That's Carol Brent From her album Carol Brent at the Hungry Eye From 1961 I know she's singing a lot about Bourbon Street But it is Basin Street Blues She she meant, I promise, she mentions Basin Street later But, you know, wouldn't she rather be Hanging out on Bourbon Street with Laverne Smith, The Absinthe House, uh, good times, good times. Now, Carol Brent only recorded 12 songs in her whole career, and two of those 12 were songs that were previously recorded by Laverne Smith, so I think it's pretty clear that Smith was an influence on Carol Brent, not a small one, I imagine. Uh, and one of those two songs uh, is called Blue Prelude, and it's on Laverne Smith's third and final album, which is self-titled on Vic Records, 1956. Uh, we hear it in the background. And there is a great quote on the back of this record that I want to conclude with. Laverne Smith, she's talking about how she delights in taking requests. And she says, What comes from my throat really comes from the people. They make me feel like singing. I try to live the story of each song and of each person who asks for it. In other words, I try to sing the way I think they are feeling. And I think that's what makes her great in a nutshell. And hopefully this will be the first of many great singers you'll discover on Unaffected. I've really enjoyed it. Um, find us at unaffectedpod.com, on Twitter and Instagram, unaffectedpod. You know the drill. I'm Ethan Stoller. It's been fun. And I'll see you next time. Here I go Now you know Why I'm leaving I got the blues What can I lose Goodbye Here I go now you know why I'm leaving I've got the blues What can I lose? Goodbye This has been an ambivert media production.